How many know God is ordering your steps internally and externally? Say, God, thank you for ordering my steps internally and externally. You're reordering, you're redoing something inside of me. And we thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. I'm learning how to commit to you. I'm learning how to break compromises. I'm learning how to stand and know that you're God. So we thank you, oh God. This morning we're going to go into faith for forgiveness. Faith for forgiveness. How many of you know you need faith to forgive? And uh, God is calling us to stay in a place where we can continue to read his unctions on our life. And for us to do that, we got to know how to stay free in our hearts, free in our minds. And for us to stay free in our minds and hearts, we got to know how to guard our hearts above all else. You have to master the tools that keeps you free. If you're going to be free in this life, you got to master the tools that what? Keep you free. Those tools are the most important tools beyond what you do in church. The tools to learning to keep yourself pure and free will always keep you in the place of getting everything else. The pure in heart shall see the Lord. So there's something about God doing something on your heart that will keep your eyes on him. The pure in heart. Somebody say the pure in heart shall see the Lord. So when you get the tools to navigate and keep that heart pure, what you need to see for your life will always manifest. Can you say amen? Luke 7, and we're going to read quite passages of Scripture. Hallelujah. And it reads, And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed 500 denario and the other 50. And when they had had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Verse 43, Simon answered and said, I suppose the one, thank you, Nanzo, who he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said, Simon, excuse me, and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she was washing my feet with her tears and wiped them on her hair and her head. You gave me no kiss, but the woman had not ceased from kissing my, kissing my feet since the time I came in. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but this woman, somebody say this woman, had anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Verse 47, this is where we're going today. Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many, somebody say there are many, are forgiven for she loved much. If you can catch this last one, you, you're going to get where we're going. But to whom little is forgiven, the same little 
loves little. To, to little who forgiven the same love little. <laughs> See, before we can deal with understanding forgiveness, you got to know how much you've been forgiven. We, we got to know how much we, we got to look at our lives and see what has God done for us. Before I, now I know, I know you are a work in progress, but I got to consider how much it took me to get to where I need to go. I, I, I know we look at the drunk and we look at the prostitute and we look at, I, I know we got, we got to say something about it, but, but I have to consider before I judge you. And he, I have to consider how much he did for me. Because if you don't consider what he's done for you, you, you might make a mistake and think you love God more. And, and All right. When the recipient for his love and the greater capacity of grace is the one who's forgiven more. Can you say, man, you may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to go down that road, and uh, I'm going to hold this book so it don't look so bad holding my iPhone. My pad went out on me. Glory to God. There is a issue when it comes to us understanding how to navigate the mind of God and understanding God has a perspective about how he is trying to get us, his believers, to see um, his, through his lens, through his perspective. How many of you know that we are called to live through a divine perspective? Everything that you do, everything that you judge, everything that you perceive is through a divine perspective. And without that divine perspective, your pre-perceived condition could be a carnal condition that can cause you to violate what you see without considering what God has allowed you to be. It, 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 it's, it's me knowing Christ, what Christ did for me that allows me to know that Christ can do it for you. I'm going to say that one more time. There is nothing that I'm, I'm going to consider about Christ in your life that I didn't consider that he can do for me. And so when, it, when the issue becomes of understanding the good news, we got to break down and understand what is the good news? Because many people say the good news, the good news of the kingdom and the good news of this. And, and, but when we break it down, it doesn't look like good news. Come on, it, it doesn't seem like good news. Most of the things are not um, highlighting the goodness of God. God said you're not changing because you think you need to change. That's not how you change. You're not even going to change because you're going through and, and uh, you feel like I'm, he, God is after you. You don't change like that. It's the goodness. It's the goodness of God that changes you. we we got to reconsider the gospel. The gospel of Jesus, he came because we had an issue. He didn't come because you did not have one. He came because you had one. Tell somebody, it's because I have one he came. Not because I got it all together. And, 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 and sometime in churchiology, you know, we have churchiology. You know, you've been there for so long doing it, and you don't realize in churchiology you get the churchiology syndrome. What's churchiology syndrome? I start smelling myself. 
I start forgetting what he done for me to allow that grace to be, be persuaded toward you. So my judgment be more convicting than the grace capacity of what God has called me to live from. Most believers or the average believers can walk anyone through a process because the person is too hard. But that's interesting because, all right, y'all ready? But see, when God wasn't too hard on you, unless I haven't learned that he's not that hard on me. See, doctrine matters. Tell somebody doctrine matters. I got to stay in, in line here. Tell somebody doctrine matters. How you look at God, how you perceive God matters. Because for us to save a world that's broken, it's not telling them per se only that they're broken. It's showing that there is another way. There's another pattern. There's another way that works. So the influential elements of the spirit life helps people to realize that God is real. He does work. And, and, and we're not just talking this thing. We're living this thing. Tell somebody I'm living this thing. No. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. Therefore, what I say to you, be imitators of what? Of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and give himself for us. As an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet smelling aroma. So he's telling us to be imitators of who? God. God say, be imitator, be like me, walk like me. So for us to walk like God, number one, we have to identify God's nature. We got to identify his what? His nature. We got to know who he is. We got to know what he came for. We got to know all of who he is. Let me tell you, see, all right, y'all ready? See, when you learn more about God, you don't have to learn more about the devil. See, the, the devil shows his face based on the authority that you learn about God. Now, the Bible tells us, be not ignorant of the adversary's devices. But, but see, many believers to today, we highlight too much of the device more than the power of God. And, and we think we're mature in spiritual warfare. See, when you got to, all right. When you try to mature in spiritual warfare without maturing in God, you're going to have a problem. Because you're going to know about more about what the devil can do to your life than more than walking in what Christ has done for your life. Men who've learned to master the elements of God, the elements of God walking like an image, they don't talk much about the devil. I don't have to. Because I know he's under... My feet, I don't, I'm not, I don't go into all the, uh, uh, and the, the devil doing this and the devil. Uh, uh, see, those who have mastered, they're mastering witchcraft. They're mastering spiritual. You don't have to do that. Grow up in God. Yeah. Yeah. He just said don't be ignorant of his devices. His devices are highlighted through the grace of God when you grow up in God. It's not about you dealing with this devil and dealing with that principality. No, no, no. See, when you have language like that, that's showing that you don't understand the real reality of God. Don't, don't give the devil too much credit. I don't care how you're feeling. Don't give, don't give your humanity too much credit. Don't give your problem too much credit. Don't 
I don't care if you're not feeling it. You're not, you're going through it. Don't give it too much credit. Because maturity says that if he finished it, I just need to know what he finished. I need to learn to stand in what he's already done. I don't need to master what the devil is doing so I can go stop this door and stop. No, 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 no. I just need to stand up in God. And when I walk through the hallway, everything gets right. When you walk in your house, you're not looking for. No, 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 no. Because I'm here, every principality be dismantled. Every sickness be broken. Every mental. Come on, you put it in place. See, what he wants you to do. Is not believe in you. Because when you believe in you and what God has done in you, you can stand and know he's God. Can you say amen? Come on, the devil is a liar. Say that with me. The devil is a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. His mama liar. Everything about him is a lie. He is a liar. He's been lying too long. He, he, and I'm tired of the lie. I'm not going to live in the lie. I got to learn to stay out of the lie. I don't care if my mind said I know it's a lie. If I can read it in this, I know it's a lie. And I'm not going to be sold on it anymore. Tell somebody I'm stopped living this lie. Yeah, the devil is a liar. Oh, God has established his word in such a way that when you come into the maturity of learning his word, the establishment, the, the core competencies that govern the word will establish your life. This is why he said, and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free, which means truth gives you license, liberties, and clearance to have freedom in every aspect pertaining to life and godliness. Everything pertaining to what? Life and God. So there is nothing that you'll be missing. Nothing. He said, I told you. So I, I, I wanted you to be perfect, not needing nothing. Count it all joy when you fall. I'm, I'm testing your faith. I'm teaching you to have patience because I want you to lack nothing. I didn't want you to lack. It wasn't about being a Christian so you can come into some type of spiritual warfare. No, it was you being a Christian based on your stance warfare happened. Yeah. Based on who you are, by default, I bring an issue. Because I'm here, tell somebody, because I'm here. Yeah, because you're there at the job, because you're there at the cubicle. The, the, whoever is making a mess is going to have a problem because now what I'm standing in, God has to establish the ground because I'm here. Yeah, because what if, what if things are getting right because you're there? Yeah, all right. What, what if we're at, wherever God takes me, because I'm here, everything got to work together. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand, before we go into understanding forgiveness, you got to understand word construction. You have the word, understand what? The word is, is, is constructing you. There's a construction building code that God is trying to build a divine aligned assignment. You have a divinely aligned assignment. And in that divine aligned assignment, you have a divinely constructed solical development process and pattern. 
and God is building you right now through the word. I know it might be troubling, but he's building you. He's teaching you commitment. I, I, I'm doing things that I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually compromising with knowing. Back then I didn't know, but now that I know, now he's breaking me out. Now he's teaching me sometimes. See how that don't, that don't feel good. Just, yeah, all right. So now I know. Tell somebody I'm learning to know. Yeah, back then I used to just do, do things and just stay there. But now I, I feel convicted, and, and he's, come on, that's teaching me. I'm learning through love. I'm learning through uh, uh, what he's doing in me. I, I'm not able to do what I used to do. How many of you feel like God burnt some stuff behind you? I even tried to go back, but it wasn't working the same. It didn't, it didn't feel the same way. Yeah, and then I say, Lord, you know. And you know, inside you know that's God's teaching, but see, you, you just had an embryonic moment. But his goodness don't allow you to taste that anymore like you used to. Yeah, your taste buds are changing. Yeah, you, 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 Now you're getting a conviction about what you're doing. You're getting a conviction about how you speak, how what you say, what you do. So God is establishing the, a consecrated construction in you. Somebody say a consecrated construction. While I'm down that line, you will never go beyond your consecrated construction. What did I say? You will never. See, see, you know what the problem today is? See, the palate of regular Christianity don't work no more, and people don't know why. Re see, the regular uh, average Christian, it don't work anymore. It's too much. It's too much going on. It doesn't work anymore. So God has to teach us to really live out of, how many of you know you got to really learn to live by the Spirit today? You, you're going to have to learn how to stand into something of the spirit. I, I, I'm not in, Tell me what you want to. I need to. If it's not pushing me in the spirit. Because the call and the consecration call is for you to stay in line by the spirit. You're called to live by the spirit. Walk by the spirit. Live by the spirit. And you will not fulfill the lust of. Which means for me to fulfill this flesh, I have to violate the consecration call. So what are you building, God? You're calling me to stay consistent in fellowship and consecration. When you go on certain levels, you're going to learn that you can't. See, it, it, when, when you're growing, it's, it's a little easier to jump in and out. When you hit certain levels, you're not able. You, you, <laughs> it, it doesn't work the same. Much is given, much is Required when you need God in your mouth every moment, you, you don't you don't get the benefit to eat cheesecake and stay in your flesh. You you, you don't get the benefit to stay two weeks out of the spirit of it. No, you, you you don't get those benefits. But 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 see, when you can stay with the spirit, there's other benefits that come with the kingdom of God. Come on, tell somebody I want the other benefits. I, I yeah, he, he's trying to benefit you, but you got to learn to stand and know he's God. Stay in ascended place with God. So he wants us to understand that his word is constructing us. Somebody say word construction. All right, we, I, I have about three pages of notes. See, this is my problem. I don't know how to preach in 45 minutes, but we're going to work it out the best way we can. Y'all ready? I don't. So I'm, I'm going to skip around. We're going to get it done. Glory. Now, I want you to understand that God, how many of y'all know he's the way, the truth, and the life? 
See, I, I got to help you to understand who he is first before we go down this road because you're going to highlight, hold on, if he's that, it, he can't be that too. See, see, if he's the way, somebody says he's the way. He is the truth and the life. So for God to do a word construction, I got to know that all parts of God works. What I'm looking for is in him. It's in him that we live, in him that we move, it's in him that we have our being. So I got to know that all things, it, it starts and ends in him and with him. I cannot, I, I can go to the class, I can go to the concert, I can go to the, I can go to the YouTube channel, I don't care where you go. If it doesn't point to him, it has an expiration date to it. Say that with me, if it doesn't point to him, it, it has an expiration date to it. Some of us might have an expiration date to what we're doing. See, if it doesn't point to him, it wasn't constructed properly by the word of God. So uh, now, hold on, I'm in a teaching modality for a second. I want y'all to stay with me, all right? Because especially you who are counseling, you who are doing uh, ministerial work, you need to understand word construction. Everything has to be built by the word. And, and, and when it's not built by the word, anything that has excused the word for somebody's perception, some, somebody's feelings, somebody's something else, anything that does that allows a misplacement of the word. If I put the chair and I don't put the, la the, the right shoe in the last leg, sooner or later it's going to fall. Why? Because I missed the word that governed the chair. So when the chair falls, I don't say that the devil made the chair fall. All right, yeah. I think somebody going with me. I, I, can, I can go in warfare and all that, and the, the, the devil trying to, no, well, hold on, not now. He might have probed your mind to move, miss the true, but, but when you understand word construction, you get the right word, the right true, and now you put it in right. But for years, people excused the true. It was the devil. It was the devil. Ten years go by. It was the devil. It was the devil. Just get the true, the right true. I said, no, don't go into spiritual. No, get the right true and just put it in. Tell somebody, put the word in, word in. It's word in. You, you don't have to make it out. Just, just grab the right precept. Grab the right word and put it in the right place. Because the adversary knows when you put the word in the right place, he got to say, oh, you know something now. Ah, you done found out why the chair falling. You, you done found out why I got your children. You done found out why I got your marriage. You done found out why I got you sick. You done found out why I got your mind messed up. You done, uh-oh, see, you done found out what I've been doing. So in word construction, you ought to understand everything is built by the word of God. He said, for the lack of knowledge, we perish. For the lack of knowledge. Not because of what the devil did. It's for the lack of knowledge. knowledge. The lack of knowledge, we perish. He said, for the lack of knowledge, they perish. And because they have rejected knowledge. So there's a problem. There's a rejection of knowledge. So if I don't put the shoe right, 
and I keep justifying why the screw ain't going in. I reject. I'm rejecting knowledge. He sent minister to tell you, no, sweetheart, just put the screw. Well, you know what I said. No, no, just, just put the screw in. You know, and everything around you is being messed up because the screw is not in. All right, tell, tell somebody he's screwing me together this morning. Come on, he's screwing my mind together. He's screwing my inmost. He got to screw it together. need happy go Christians we need maturity and understanding that it's a principle it's a word that builds something if my emotion doesn't equate to that word being established don't let emotion stay in emotion patterns inspiration with instructions somebody say inspiration with instructions we get inspiration, but we don't have the instructions. And we reject the instructions. We don't want to talk about the instructions. When somebody have an instructed word, they like, you ain't preaching good enough. We, see, you, we want the emotion of, of, of the inspiration, but when the instruction comes, ah, you know, uh, well, you know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, and, and, and then when it breaks, well, you know, God, I felt you, what happened? Because he sends inspiration for instruction which means he's actually teaching you through the inspiration to uh, uh, submit to the instruction which means when I'm excited about God it's not just my excitement of my feelings now I go with the mind of God to see what he wanting me to understand through instruction everybody in here God is showing you an instruction beyond your emotion if you're just praying to get free but you don't know why you got broken you're going to feel free, but you don't know the, the recipe to stay free. So you pray because you needed help. And he answered. But the Bible says he don't just answer. He said, I want to show you what you did not know. I'm giving you scripture now. I, 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 I'm going to answer you, but when I want to show you what you did not know. So I need inspiration with so if I'm getting inspiration, I'm not I, I, I identifying the instructions. I'm waiting on the problem to continue to happen. Tell somebody I got to break the cycle. And the only way I can break the cycle is by putting the right pieces in the right place. The Bible says that we must learn to... Strive lawfully. Somebody say law. Come on, this is all the way. What did this got to do with forgiveness? I got to walk you down the, the, the pathway. Somebody say strive lawfully. He, he says, go for that scripture for me, uh, Nanjo. He says strive lawfully. I want you to go real quick to 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 5. 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 5. And for the sake of time, I'm going to move here. Watch this. Thou therefore endure hardness. Endure what? Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangled himself with the affairs of this life. I'm going to stop right there. I wasn't, but I'm going to stop right there for a second. Nobody who's warring in the kingdom of God is so entangled with this life. So the first problem is if I'm praying just to get inspiration and I'm all entangled in this life, 
By default, I'm only just coming to get something from God, but not get instruction to be like God. So I go through an emotional cycle. I get happy, get free, get back around. Get happy, get free, get back around. Are y'all all right with this? And I don't know about you. I, 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 come on, we get tired of those cycles. I got here, got there, and then I'm back around. I got here. Come on, there's a point where I got to get this thing and say, God, deal with my word construction. Deal with my internal construction. Give me the word that can bring change. So he's saying, war, do not entangle yourself again with the affairs of this life that may please him who en enlists him as a soldier. Somebody say, I'm enlisted as a soldier. Oh, the army of God is rising this morning. Yee. Verse 5, and if a man also strive for mastery. How many of you know you want to strive for mastery? Okay, if you got a job, you don't want to just stay where you are. We want to master if you, whoever you are, you want to be the best you can be in it, right? If you're a parent, you want to be the best parent you can be. If you're a husband and wife, you want to be the best you can be. If you have children, you want to be the best. You want to be the best you can be in everything. So he, you're striving towards something. You're striving to be better than what you are. If any man strive for mastery, yet he is not crowned, except he strives lawfully. All right, so now we have a problem. Because now he's saying, for you to build in the divine construction that I'm calling you to build, you must do it lawfully. You can't break the law to get what you want. I, I, know, I know you're waiting for the next meeting, the next call, the next conference call to show you the tips to success but if it's not all right see I'm trying to help some people because some of us are wasting time some of us are wasting money some of us are because you don't know it's by the word that you move it's by the word that you live it's by the word that you have your being so you go around the mountain thinking what's going to give you what you're looking for all right I know somebody I'm going to need some prayers in the end sorry of this I, I didn't know that it was the word I was looking for he said I'm going to strive I got to strive lawfully what is lawfully means there's a way that God wants it done. There's a lot of ways. All right, so this is the problem. There are many ways. But there's, there is a way that the Holy Spirit is walking you to get what you're trying to get. And if you're not in his way, you have an expiration date. And it's danger to have... To go in your way and then meet what you were supposed to meet, but now you don't have the maturity for what you met. Because you were busy in another way rather than in the way that God was trying to construct you for what you met, the opportunity. In fact, sometimes you can't identify the opportunity because the you that was supposed to meet the opportunity is not constructed. So the you that the opportunity is meeting is the need you that was supposed to meet the maturity. All right, this, maybe this is too much. It was supposed to meet the mature you. And it, it, see, the earth responds to the Lord, which means when you walk in the Lord and the you that came in time to what the opportunity was supposed to respond to, the earth is waiting for the sons of God to arise. They are responding to you, what you say. But if you say it out of construction, they like, who is that talking? That 
don't sound like the original intent that was supposed to have been constructed in this person. So we want to strive the way we want to strive. We want the blessing the way we want the blessing. We want to get the way we want to get it. And last Sunday we learned that he said, follow after those who through faith and patience have endured the promise. Which means God is trying to get you to understand if you're going to follow him in anything, make sure you follow the word. Well, I thought the word was just about that church thing. You know, we just come and just talk about church and then we just scream about church and we run around the church and all that. No, 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 no. The word is your life. Somebody say the word is my life. So when the word is still optional to you, God gives you end zones. But don't count it all bad because there are opportunities to grow. Tell somebody it was just an opportunity to grow. I went the wrong way, but I learned it wasn't the right way. So it's not all bad, but he's teaching me to, to, to see everything God does with us is he's teaching you that's 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 not the way. Yeah. And uh oh, that's not the way either. And, 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 and the more we do that, we're going to realize, you know what? He's just not letting me get in my way. I've been there for two years and there for five and there for seven. And I'm, I'm where's the way? But now he's saying, I need to construct you in the right conformity of the word so you can stay in my way. Because the adversary will highlight many things. And what is his goal? To make sure you don't mature. I, I wish y'all would hear. I, I don't have time to talk about this. The biggest thing for the adversary is to help make sure you don't mature. You think it's just about, see, because if you don't mature, it's easy to get you out. Well, you don't know God. So it's not just about God. You can start, and he don't want you to start, but if you do start, he don't worry about that because he'll come in church and help you make sure you don't mature. Because, see, when you mature, you can start reading what God is saying outside of the highlights that he's putting in front of you. Can you say amen? Jesus, I'm trying to tell myself, don't get stuck out there. Somebody say word construction. So the Bible says we got to strive, what? Lawfully. Somebody say lawfully. How many of you have seen in the Olympics in different places where people cheated or they got caught with something and they lost their, their crown? Yeah, it, it didn't count. You did all of that and it didn't what? Count. Why? Because you didn't strive lawfully. Many of them will come in my name and say, Lord, Lord, didn't I run the race in your name? Didn't I cast out the devil in your name? I might even heal some sick folk. He said, I don't know you because I didn't see you strive my way. You did it. But you broke the rules while you were doing it. You did it, but you abandoned your child while you did it. You did it, but you left them in mental displacement while you did it. You did it, but you had blood on your hands while you did it. You did it, but you didn't read the unctions of what I was trying to make you know about who I am toward you. I didn't want you to do it just to be a Christian. I wanted you to do it because you wanted to do it because I'm in you. See, Christianity, we've made it about doing it because we have to do it. That's wrong. You do it because you became doing it. All right, that's a, that, that's a big... 
See, when, I'm, when it hurts me to do it, I know I, gotta, I'm, I know that I gotta get back to God. I'm, my perception is wrong because that's the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. Until the joy of the Lord becomes your strength, you're not doing it willfully. That, that, that's why he said, he told the church, he said, they gotta return to their first love. See, because when they had the first love, they were so excited. It wasn't a burden. They did it because it, it was willful. They, they felt like they could not keep that good of a secret inside of themselves. Y'all better. They felt like they, he was too good to you that you didn't want to. You had to share it. You, you, you couldn't keep this goodness inside. It, it was just, just burning. Like it was shut up in your bones. So the moving of God, the doing of God, he wants you to do it from him. He wants you to minister from him. He wants you to love people from him. See, y'all, we give the, the flesh too much credit. Outside of the spirit, nobody in here going to like each other much. All right, see, all right, see, uh, uh, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all. Go ahead, put your church hat on. Yeah, no, take it off, Phil. Say, no, you, you ain't, you don't, I don't. Come on. Come on. Yeah, y'all won't like each other much outside of Christ. I don't even know if I like you much outside of Christ, Jesus. I like Jesus. See, you give the flesh too much credit. You want to forgive in your flesh. Well, I forgive them. You, like, you don't like them 10 different ways, but I forgive them. No, you ain't forgave them. You know why you ain't forgave them? Because you can until you see him that forgives. The problem is you're trying to forgive with your own unction, your own way, your own outlook, your own. No, 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 no. See, we don't forgive because you want to forgive. You forgive because you saw it through him. And I'm actually shocked because I've heard some ministers teach on forgiveness lately, and it's wrong. It's not. It still works. You be careful what you're listening to. See, when you know the spirit life, you, 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 you don't settle for everything. I, I don't like people thinking that you can do this and then do that, and then your forgiveness comes. It doesn't work like that. It, it does, this is just a basic. I, we, we, as we, we, this is going to take a couple of weeks, but, but this is just a basis. But it starts by the spirit. It's not by might and it's not by your power. It's not even by your balloons. It's not by your, it's nothing but it got to come through the spirit. Those are, are placements that sometimes by the spirit give you to do something like that. But we don't just adopt patterns on the outskirts of ourselves to try to forgive someone. It would be impossible. This is why. Because I can do that and still don't have the purview of why I needed to see forgiveness. I can do anything in my flesh and excuse myself internally. Which means I never became to understand how to forgive properly. So many of us say we forgive cerebrally. But I know your cerebro didn't catch your heart. Because how you responded to them when you got to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that didn't catch. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible to forgive the way God calls you to forgive. And you still can't keep your tongue to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Can you say amen? 
I told you it's going to be a roller coaster, so y'all just stay on board. Now, I want you to understand that he's telling us that the word of God. Why am I talking about the word of God? Because, because before I can tell you about getting to bringing that word to someone else, you got to believe that the word is all to you. The problem is we haven't sold ourselves on God and we're trying to sell others on God. That's why, number one, we can't forgive because as soon as I try to sell you on the God, because I came with something nice. But obviously it didn't work. But it brought you out of the God. Uh-oh. It brought you out of the God expression. You're in God, but it brought you out of the God expression. So if you couldn't know the God expression... What you might think you're bringing, it might not be what you're thinking. Because these levels are a heart change, not only a head change. Write that down. It's, not, it's a heart change, not only a head change. And until the church get familiar with how God works with the heart, he said this new covenant, I have put my word and my laws on your inward parts. I've placed them on your heart, which means you're not going to live by the outskirts of what you think you're doing by operation of the law anymore. Stop using the law to get things done only. You need to know that I put my laws in your inward parts, which means you will know based on how you feel and your heart is saying. So the heart has to be defined for you to find the place that you need with anyone. Can you say amen? How many of you are getting this so far? Glory to God. Jesus, I'm going to work with this phone. We're going to work it out. So I want you to understand that, that, that everything we build in word construction has to be built on the word. Somebody say it has to be built on word. I'm going to paraphrase this scripture because I don't have time. Matthew 7, 24 tells us we build a house on the rock. He said if you don't build a house on the rock, what you build on, whenever the wind blows, uh, the, the rain comes, whatever comes, it's going to fall. Great is it fall because you didn't build on the what? Rock. Anything that you build, if you've been in my counseling class, you heard me say this scripture a bunch of times. Why? Because anything that you build and it's not the word of God, by default, it will fall. Period and point. It doesn't matter how I feel. It's going to, did I build it by the word? No. Did I put the shoe in it? No. Okay, you can cry about it. It's going to fall. I'm glad that you don't feel like it, but it will. I'm glad you don't understand, but it's going to fall. It's not built with the right content. So I have to look at my life and say, what has been falling? This is all of us. Somebody say, I got to look at my life. And the things that have fallen, the things that have cycled, the things that have been built in me, where and why has these things happened? This is one of the things. Now you're going into understanding divine construction. You're understanding humanity construction, familial construction. Now, when we're dealing with familial construction, somebody say familial construction. That's family construction. Number one, when you came into this world, God has given principles to parents to construct their children. Number one, I don't want nobody here going to condemnation. You can't do what you don't know. Can you say amen? amen. Are we in agreement? Yes. Glory to God. No condemnation, only correction by the Spirit. Yes. Now, everyone has called. God is calling because parenting is, it ain't easy. 
Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got uniform agreement in there. Glory. And I got the all. I got the most kids. Talking about. And ain't none of y'all left a book behind you. What's wrong with you? Y'all want a deep message. I got four small kids. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, what are we talking about? Familial construction. <laughs> so when we're dealing with familial construction, number one, everybody in here was a child. Somebody say, I was a child before. A child. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. If you are doing discipleship, you're going to need these, these principles. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What are we doing right now? We're building lawfully. Say that with We're building law. So we're understanding the construction, how to build lawfully. So there's a process of building lawfully. See, it's not about just happy-go Christianity. You, if you're not building lawfully, you can shout all you want. If you don't have the construction to build it right, you just keep shouting around the same thing. If you don't have the principles that govern the building, you can pray all you want. God is trying to push you to the people that have the principles. Tell somebody he's pushing me in the right direction. The right direction is when you're getting the instruction. That's the right direction. The right direction is not just some entertainment, not some excitement. It's when you're getting the instruction that brings you to the place that God is taking you. Can you say amen? Now, remember we're building lawfully. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 24, 27, everyone, oh, I'm sorry, that's not it. What did I say? Ephesians 6. Thank you, thank you. Ephesians 6, 1, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. What are, we, what are children called to do? Now, everybody was a child, right? All right, let's keep reading. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment, with the promise, so that it may go well with you that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and the instruction. So if you as a child was obeying without the divine instruction, And training of the Lord. What was being built was something bent. Come on, let's keep going. We ain't got time now. How many of y'all, Proverbs 22, real quick. Proverbs 22, 6. Y'all stay with me for a second. Watch this. Train up a child in the way they should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from, from it. Train up a child in the way, in the way. Train them, which means as a priest and king, God give you prophetic unction to take them and help them understand the way. You, most of us grew up finding a way. So as a child, 
the instructions and interpretation from the parent that's a priest to bring the way wasn't established. Somebody say, I was a child. All right, let's stay there. Train them in the way they should go, which means it's very vital that you do not. This is, uh, it, it, it makes me want to tear my ear off sometime, telling a child to go find their way, especially in the church. You should know yourself by now. Well, they are. That's why they're in the world. They found a way. That's why they're on drugs. They found a way. That's why they, they're doing it because they found a way. You need to find your life. What do you mean, find my life? Remember, no condemnation. This good. Are y'all staying with me? See, because until we get this right, how are we going to build? We can shout all we want. If we can't get the building code right, we're going to break it all the time. And reinforce the breaking. So you cannot, a child cannot know his way. Today, they've got gender equality, this and that. I might have to take that out so I don't take my YouTube down. They've got all these equ equations. But, but see, the problem is we think that children can find their way. What do you feel, Jim? What do you feel, Leroy? Leroy gonna feel a lot of stuff. Yeah. Hope nobody named Leroy. He gonna feel a whole lot of stuff. He's a child. And he's called to be led by kings and priests with internal structures. Don't ever tell a child to find their way. Not even a teen to find their way. They don't know the way. That's why they're doing what they're doing. If you have to tell somebody to find the way, it's obvious that they don't know the way. But if you're telling them that, that's obvious that you don't know the way either. All right, Jesus. Don't fight me down. Don't fight me down. Yeah, yeah, because, see, we, we allow people to go the way. And, and now when they, we don't like the way that they chose, now there's a problem. Now they're going to hell. And now they're not good enough for God. And now... But nobody provided the way. Yeah. All right, let's finish reading. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart, which means the elements of non-department are not non-departing. See, we made this thing so lightly to excuse the failures of understanding the way. I told y'all don't go to condemnation, right? All right. The, the, the real word, when you study this out, that means indoctrinate them with it. Indoctrinate them like a soldier. So much so that they know so much about the word of God. And through experiential knowledge, through influential knowledge, that they don't want to depart. It wasn't a control. It was to instruct them in such a way that they don't want to depart. So it's not a happy-go-giddy because I, they went in church. Y'all are, are y'all going to stay with me? Y'all can handle a mature conversation. So just because they were raised in the church don't mean that they were discipled in the church. And the excuse have been, they grew up in church, they should know. Oh, I love it. Y'all stand with me, class. 
just because you have them in the church, that's one step. And it's a good step. Tell somebody that's a good step. Don't don't throw it out. You need that step. But the problem is, that's not all. And that's not what he's talking about here. So when we use that as an indenting or period, you didn't know that there was more to the story. So God has to use us to say he prayed to send more workers to go give them the instruction that that wasn't established in the beginning. The harvest is plentiful. But see, you got to send another laborer to establish the boundaries and the principles that govern to strive, help them to learn to walk lawfully. Because we're so caught up in dynamics of church that we don't understand this thing is about establishing principle by the word of God. It still needs a truth. You can dress the chair too. It still needs a truth. But I'm getting my screw tightened this morning. Glory. Lord, tighten my shrews. Train them in the way they should go, and they will not what? Depart. Now, it, now if they ever took their step, out, their step out a little bit, it shouldn't take long for them to come back. Because they should know the principles that govern the stepping. It's not emotional. See, that's the problem. When I'm saying that to me, they built the chair with me. They know why that happened. So they knew they decided to do that off of some type of unction, but they know how to get back, and they understand the, the government that governed what they just did. But the average person who steps out say, I shouldn't have did that, but that is not, they don't understand the government of it, so they will do it again, so they got to hide from us because they don't know how to get out. Because we made it about because you was in church, you should know. But it wasn't about being in church to know. It was about discipling them through the process lawfully to know. Tell somebody, hold to the patent. Which means step by step, you're walking them through. You're walking them through as a priest. You're praying. You're understanding. God is giving you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding how to navigate this young life. How to navigate their mind. Not allowing no, no, no. Don't let no outside influences to deal with their mind. Their embryo. You don't let nobody touch the embryo. Mind. You can do that. We won't do that. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. It doesn't matter. I understand the the word construction is the only thing that's going to hold them together. Teaching them how to pray. Teaching them. All right. Let's let's keep going. I told you I got three pages. How many of y'all learning something so far? All right, write these down. You're going to need these. Write these down. So there are three things. There's more than this, but there are three essential things that a kid needs. Three essential things that a child needs. Number one, time. Time equates value. Time equates what? When, now, when you're dealing with discipling anyone, they, they, it takes time. How many of you know you call the disciple when you have any children, you're discipling them? Okay, so... They need time. It's not optional. You can work your whole life and not spend time and say, well, at least I paid the bills. And you give them justification of why they're still bitter. All right. See, I'm, I, I don't know how to hold my words. Y'all, y'all ready? <laughs> y'all sure? Because I, I, I go kind of straight cut to it. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> 
How many of you understanding this so far? Yeah. So you have to understand, you've you got to give them time. Time equates value. This is why God didn't want you to be stuck working a job your whole life and never have time for anything else. That's another reason why you gotta, we got to grow up. God wants you to learn to grow up in value. When you grow up in value, although you're work, you're still going to have time for your children. The adversary loves you to stop not have time. Because when you don't have time, he knows you can't develop and deal with the things that God is calling you to deal with. So you run your whole race trying to pay bills and live a good life. And come to find out, you, you waste your whole time trying to do that. Rather... Growing up in the value of yourself, and by default, the influence of value makes you, it makes you grow and come into your divine alignment assignment that gives the influence for monetary things to come to you. Which means if you're not growing, you got to stay. Tell somebody, I got to get my value up. Your value is in accordance to the word that you hold. I've been holding on doing a class on this, but we we might have to do that. Tell somebody, get your value up. See, in the world value, it might be a degree. It might be because you you run a couple of people over, you got some friends. No, you you can gain some value. You you can gain some things by who you know. Sometimes it's about who you know. All right? However, when you really grow in the kingdom, though, yeah. See, you can't bypass that value. Because the value that you try to get out of the world, if you don't have the internal value, sometimes God won't even, God, the in you God, is saying you're not even ready for what you're trying to walk in that type of value with them. Because they're going to influence you. Before I walk you with that, that crowd right there, yeah. oh yeah, because they're going to give you some stuff that you've been desiring because you ain't never had in your life. Yeah, you ain't have a house like that. You ain't have a car like that. So they're going to wiggle some things in front of you. Yeah, you want to come? Come on down here. And you like a rabbit. Just, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm coming to church. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you're easily sold. You, but, but your soul, he said, you would rather give your soul. You trade your soul for the world. See, kingdom ex- expression, kingdom abundance, is, it comes through the word construction. Kingdom abundance, come, somebody write that down. Kingdom abund- abundance comes through word construction. Because when you go in levels of kingdom abundance, how many of you know God wants you to have abundant life? Yeah. He wants you to, to, to have abundant life. Come on, you, you're his child. But, but I want you to understand, he don't want you to have that without solical development. Because if you have that abundance outside of the solical development, abuse, abuse, delusion, it's at its best. Because the arenas that you're crossing now, you don't have the mental, psychological, or spiritual capacity to navigate those realms. So you won't know what is right and what is wrong. You'll compromise where you're not supposed to compromise, where you're supposed to stand with influence. The danger of the end time is we are going to compromise because we didn't grow up in the word. If we don't grow up in the word, this is why he said, I'm building my church to stand for the end time. When I come back, will I find faith on, 
I know you're going to call it some stuff. Will I find faith on the earth? Because where we're going in society, you have to know who you are so you don't go into the compromising of what they establish. You can't go with everything. I'm telling you now, you can't run with everything. Well, my children got to eat. You better figure that out now. Y'all all right with this? You better figure it out now because you were warned. I, I, you don't go with everything. Well, you know, I don't have no choice. You had choices. You had many. Now you met the, 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 you've met the time. You met, you met in time where you had to choose life or death. But by default, your soul wasn't developed yet to choose life. Because the compromise and the threat was too big. How many of you know the world that we're going into? You've got to train your children to be God, divine soldiers. Oh, yeah, no, you, you uh-uh, don't. No, they got to be soldiers for the Lord. They got to know how to stand and know he's God in everything. Can you say amen? All right, what, see, well, I gave you number one. All right, what was number one? Nonzo, don't throw that clock off me, man. Time <laughs> equates value. Say that with me. Time equates value. Don't violate your children at the altar of success. Don't violate your children at the altar of success. I can spend the rest of the time on this one right here. Don't violate your at the altar okay so we usually say well we have to no that's a lie God doesn't give you nothing he bless you with that child watch this he won't make you a slave to take care of him but if you if you learn to be a slave to the word you'll find out a way to equalize the opportunities that he brings towards you for construction and taking care of are y'all all right with this you gotta, you, you got to be careful. Can you say amen? amen. Don't, don't violate your children at, at the altar of success. God will exalt you in, in due time. You know what? You can't pay your children back for not being there. You, you can build them in the word. You can dismantle what hasn't been there and build them up again. Can you say amen? It's not too late. But why, when you know better let's do do better can you say man no love time equates value jesus i want to go some more in this y'all all right with it i'm trying to move see the, the, you, you, the problem is i want you to hear me and some of you was on the mastery call that we we have been manipulated you know the bible he said the church who has bewitched you after starting in the flesh now you are made perfect by your flesh. Who have bewitched you? You started by the spirit. Now you're being made perfect in the flesh. Who's bewitched you? You say, how would I be bewitched? You're after success. You're after progress, not principle. Somebody write this down. Don't seek progress, seek principle. 
Oh, somebody going to take my stuff. That's all right. Just hashtag Joshua. Pastor Joshua. Don't, don't seek progress. Seek what? Because, see, if you seek progress, the devil is waiting on progress. Maybe I should have left this for another time. See, because progress opens many doors. Principle opens God doors. When you seek progress, the phone will ring for you. But that phone call might be a call for you never to grow up in the spirit. All right, I don't think y'all like this. I'm, let me go ahead and change. It, it, it won't let you grow up in the soul. Because the devil has made us so focused on progress. We progress here. And my progress in there. Now, when you become principal, it by default gives you progress. But if you seek progress before principle, you allow yourself to go beyond the solical architecture of understanding with the progress. So you have money for which you can't keep. You have relationships for which you don't know how to handle. How many of y'all ever had some money and you, you asked God for it, but you couldn't keep it? Come on, my hand. Oh, it's only... Uh, Jesus. Oh, I thought, oh, y'all always been good, good financial stewards. Amen. You ask God and, and, and the whole bank account got full. You ain't never seen that in your bank account. Jesus, say. And you start shouting in tongues and everything. You, you, done, you done felt another level in God. Hey! About two weeks, two months, two years. Nothing left for the children, nothing left to show for it. Because we didn't know that if we're going to hit these realms, God has to construct us properly so we can have sustainability in substance. He wants you to have sustainability in substance, which means being a good steward. Can you hold some stuff? He's teaching you how to have sustainability in being a good steward. But he has to break the, the, the mental modalities, the mentalities that was bent like from your child rearing. So many of us don't know what's wrong. The wrong is train up a child was not established properly. And when the child is not trained, you grow up trying to figure out your training. And you don't know that the principles wasn't established from the get go. Now, we're going to get to understanding forgiveness because, see, these are things that are owed to you. And I'm still I just thought about it. I'm still on number one. Number two, no, 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 that wasn't number two. I, that was all still number one. Yep, I haven't even tried number two. I, I said number two, I didn't talk about it. You know how preachers do, you know, he done hit that thing. Number two, express love. Number one, time equates value. Number two, you got to express love to your children. Express love. Expression of love, it, 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 it allows them to, have, to reciprocate the love of God. It, it, it gives them the awareness of understanding the presence of God. It gives them the awareness of understanding how to receive love. How many of you have seen people who don't know how to receive love? How many, don't, don't point to yourself, just, just how many of you know people that don't can't receive love? You try to hug them. 
Don't no matter who you are. It can be even from family. Because that rejection comes from not experiencing a continuum of love. And sometimes it can be rejection of some kind of abuse or misuse. However, even if those were there, you're training them, understanding the type of love they need to embrace. So they embrace from parents, they embrace from family, a certain type of family, but they understand how to navigate that. Amen. But you have to express love. Expression of love allows them to receive and reciprocate God's presence. Write that down. It helps them them to reciprocate God's presence. If you don't express the love, you are the first God expression to them. The presence of God on you is the first expression they understand about God's presence. Are y'all getting that? So for them to learn God's presence and who God is, they're going to learn it from you. Moses was leading the, the children of Israel. They learned from So when you come in capacity of the presence of God and you tell them to pray with you or you hug them or something like that, and they just sense this awareness of love, they sense this thing on you, they sense this, they're learning the presence of God. And then when so long when they seeing you getting that joy out of the joy of the Lord, they're going to want to follow you. Early on in my prayer time, my son would bother me to come pray too. Because he's learning that if you have a need, I'm showing you the seed. And I will see him hide behind a couch and cry because the present, what's causing all of that? He's learning what, what? Presence. He's learning the spirit. He's learning that when I get into this thing, when I do this thing, it does something to me. See, we've learned only to people that's the problem you got to show them somebody say you learn to show them see it's easy to talk but you got to learn to show so if you're going to teach them the presence you got to get in the presence of God if you're teaching them to have some compassion you got to have some capacity in God bring them to Jesus they will say, the disciples stopped the people from bringing the kids to Jesus. Jesus rebuked them and said, hey, do not stop those children from coming. In fact, unless you become like a little child, you won't even enter the kingdom of God. Stop stopping those children from Christ and teach them. Well, you know, they know they're not too small. You dance around till the presence of God come. And in that presence, while they're dancing, they're gonna, it's going to hit them. And they don't, what they're learning I don't know what this atmosphere is. There's something about it, though. It's doing something to my heart. And even if the child had pain, what it's doing on their heart will start to allow them to express it. So you have to allow them to learn the presence of God through divine expression. So you've got to have time so you can have time to pray with them. Time to spend time. Make it a, a priority that, hey, this time, I don't care if it's 15 minutes. Make it something consistent that they have an understanding that this, the presence of God is important. Although we read, see, I, 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 ah, see, I'm big on this one. Although you read, we read, but we still, I want to create an environment. See, it's not just reading. Teach them. Everybody, let's pray. Hit the song. We worship. Now the presence of God come in. We, not, we bow. 
Now something is coming in the room. What is going on? They're getting used to, if you're doing this consistent, they're getting used to it. Sooner or later, they're going to be singing from as children. And now they're learning the presence of God. So anytime they get in trouble, they know how to find the presence. Not friends. They'll find the... Yeah, all right. Are y'all catching me? Jesus. Number three. Words give idea. All right. So number three. Number, excuse me. What's number one? Equates what? What's number two? And what does that? What does that? What does that, uh, what does that do? It allows them to be vulnerable towards worshiping God. Amen. Which means you got to learn to hug often. Be genuine towards them. Make it a culture of, of, of love and care. And, and, and before you whip them sometimes, whip them, well, whip them properly. If you haven't got shepherd in a child's heart, make sure you get it. If you have small children. If you're older children, we'll talk. We, we'll go down that road. Smaller children, you don't spank and just scream at them. And beat them. And say, stay in your place. Okay, so it's, remember, it's, we're building something. You're what? Okay, so most of us who were raised like that, you had to build a wall to make sure you can protect yourself. You didn't get to speak before you know your head was about to get hit. Whack. You built a mentality to start lying. You You became a master of lying. Because you know if you didn't lie, you was going to get hit. So there are things that were built to make sure that you can protect your emotionally, psychologically. Because the principles was not in place. Somebody said when the principles was not in place, you don't have to repeat me after this. You allow people to establish ground rules that's not congruent with God's divine order. So they build walls to make sure that they can protect themselves because by default, the principle that's not in place is not the answer. So the fulfillment is not there for somebody to rest in. The fulfillment is not there for the child to rest in. So after you whip them, you need to help them understand why you whip them. Embrace them back into love. Usually because we're still in our own pain points, we're still cussing and bussing and jucking, and we ain't got time for them. So go sit there. So the problem is that how much mental manipulation, and that's not striving lawfully to your children. You're not building lawfully. I mean, y'all stand with me. I, I, see, I do this teaching thing, and I, I start people needing some drinks and stuff. That's not building lawfully. Remember, you was a... So every adult was a child. So if you're raising a child that would be an adult, we got to deal with the. So the biggest curriculum, number one, not to, is the adult curriculum. If we're going to fix individuals and in understanding the world, we got to deal with the. Oh. If you can't start with the child, you might misidentify what's going on in the adult. Because if the adult can identify what happened to the child, we're going to have a little more problems. Can y'all say amen? amen? Number three, you got to speak words to your children. Somebody say words. 
when you don't establish words, you're not establishing identity. Words give identity. Was mama there? Was daddy there to give you words about your life? The words that you don't speak is the words they won't have. If you want them to follow you, make sure those words are principally in divine order, which means the words that you say, prove, learn to prove those words too. If they have questions, it, 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 don't, stay in, uh, don't stay in lacking knowledge too long. Find out. Because if a child asks them and you don't know, obviously if they're asking, you probably need to know too. But when we excuse ourselves, we're saying that I don't have to put this true in the chair. I, I'm excuse myself because, you know, I got somebody to lean on of why it's not built right. So we expect God to make a way when the principle is not established. But God is so good, he'll make a way. But he still don't allow, he allows moratoriums to stay upon your development because he can't take you where you don't have the constitution of solical development in you. Can y'all say amen? So when you try to skip over God processes, you're not striving lawfully. So what you might call a blessing might not be a blessing. You're calling a blessing progress. But sometimes progress without principle is not a blessing. I've seen people start with not much and then get something. And then when they got something, because they didn't have the principles, everybody tore them up. And they can never be the same outside of Christ. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? See, be careful. You, you got to be careful. Don't just seek progress. Seek principle. Principle gives you progress by default. Can you say amen? So those three things we have to give our children. And when those things are not established in our children, what happens is they are by default, they humanity. They have humanity elements, mental elements. They, they were made to be taken care of. Babies are made to be taken care of. Children are made to be taken. You are born to be taken. You as a child, right? You are born to be taken care of. But wherever the taken care of was not by the word of God. I didn't know that my, I didn't know, I'm not talking about my parents, but I didn't know, I'm giving you an expression. I didn't know my parents was hurt. I didn't know they were bitter. I didn't know their heart was hurting when they were talking to me. But as a child, you take those words and you start building things. You, 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 you take those words Especially if you're going to church with those same words and now you're trying to define how is God and I got these words. You're showing me God, but the word, what you, what is the word that I was spoken, the thing that happened, how, do, how does that work? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And watch this, watch this. By default, when you're not building by the word, true honor and respect cannot be developed. Are y'all all right me walking through this process? Because uh, I've got to slow down. I want to make sure that I hit certain things. True honor and development cannot be established 
just because you say you honor somebody doesn't mean that you honor them the way that God called you to honor them. You can honor because of manipulation. You can honor because you got a strong arm on you. You can honor because you because of guilt. You can honor because of shame. So honor is not just honor outside of the confines of the Christ theology. True honor comes when we can see through the lens of Christ. Can you say amen? amen. So when we are not establishing proper protocols for our children to be secure in, it builds rebellion by default. And in that rebellion, you're looking at unforgiveness. Y'all ready? We're about to get to the end here. In that rebellion, you will find that there is something that happened. There is something that was not built properly and, 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 and things that happened to you because that wasn't built right. How many of you have been through some things because something wasn't built right? Amen. Amen. That wouldn't have happened maybe if I would have got, okay? So some of the things that I did, it wasn't just I did it. I didn't know because I, what was built based on where I come from allow, gave allowance to do these things. So now I'm, there's bitterness. There's all these things working because I didn't have the word to take me where I'm supposed to go. Remember, we're still children. I haven't brought you a, a, a grown yet. You say, Pastor, I ain't no child. I'm <laughs> just right now. The word wasn't established. So now I've learned patterns of life. I've seen things. I've opened doors. I've done all this thing. And I'm trying to find life. I'm trying. I went to go find my life. And all I knew is some people, some, they brought me to church, but I still didn't know life. They told me not to do this, but I didn't know how to not do it. And then they took me to college. And Jesus, Jesus. You're going to take me to college without these principles? How many of y'all get what I'm saying? Lord, Jesus. All right. Maybe y'all. Thank God some of y'all ain't go to college. Yeah, college is a pool of it. Pool of. It's a pool of flesh. Pool of, of, of vulnerability. Pool of whatever you want to do. As long as you do your work. Oh, you came out with all these things and at the end of it because understanding wasn't developed through parental establishing bitterness unforgiveness could be there they wasn't at my game it could be they didn't have time for me it could be there I, I, I wish they would have talked to me it could be y'all stand with me it could be there I, I, I wish somebody would have walked me through. It, it could be, I wish they called me and encouraged me. It, it could be there. I wish somebody could just give me a word of life. It, it could be there. I, I wish that I had, I was a, a daddy's daughter. I wish I was mama's son. I, I wish, there are wishes. And those wishes have to be established through the Christhood because if those wishes are not established, through the Christhood, you are building blocks to fulfill the wish. There are things you feel that was owed to you. 
Why you wasn't there the way I needed you to be there? Why did I didn't sense? And it's not saying that everything was wrong, but there are critical elements of your life that you were bullied, that you were hit, and nobody said anything. I was really hurt this time, but nobody said anything. No parents around, and nobody said anything. Yet I'm trying to praise God. And I'm wondering what is wrong with me. And I didn't know that I had debt that was backed up. That I didn't allow nobody to pay for yet. How many of y'all catching this? Oh, you're going to learn the spirit of counsel now. I didn't know that there was debt that was backed up. That, that, that I, I'm learning to allow God to pay for what is debt? Something that's what? Debt is something that's what? Okay, so, so the problem is when you sense, see, you're going to sense that in you. See, some of us justify, well, they did the best they could. They did, but they don't justify what God said. You've got to understand, we do the best we could, you, but it doesn't qualify or justify what God said. It's nothing wrong with that. There are things that I wish I did, I didn't do. But because God said it differently. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Just don't justify over doing it wrong. Because see, when we haven't allowed ourselves as parents, and we justify, you don't know what I've had to go through for you, that's not their problem. That's something that you didn't get through with him. And you put the responsibility on them. So you don't want to hear the reaction. All right. I didn't want to come in counseling class this morning. You, you didn't want the responsibility on you. Rather than walking with Jesus and helping him understand how to deal with your, your discontentment. Your childhood. That way now you can see purely and say to your children how to really establish and walk their hearts. And give them language for development. Can you say, man, Jesus, I got five minutes, and I haven't even started yet. Let's conclude here. So Jesus is saying, I, I, I need them to understand word construction. Today is just a balance. I'm teaching you word construction. If we're going to learn how to forgive, you've got to understand word construction. Because if you don't know what you're forgiving for, if you, don't, if you don't know the root of your repentance, God is trying to show you some stuff about you. Why you do what you do. It's not just because you just decided to do it. I gave, in, I gave instruction. And although we love our parents, how many know you're supposed to honor, you, you're called to honor your parents at the end of the day. However, I can honor my parents. That doesn't mean I have to agree. And that don't mean I'm telling you to go in their face and disagree. Please don't do that. No, it, learn to agree with the word in yourself. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because you need to know what is God and what's not God. If you can't separate what's God and what's not God, you could be living out of a modality that you come from. You don't have no idea. Because for the years you've been calling it God because they called it God. That don't mean it was God. 
it got to be as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord in every line. I honor them, but I got to know what was God. What is the truth about this? Let me give you one more scripture here. So they owed you those things. Somebody say it was owed to me. Love was owed to you. Time was owed to you. Uh, 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 words were owed to you. Love was owed to you. Time was owed to you. Words were. What was owed to you? What was owed to you? It was owed to you. It's not an option. You want to be healed, but you keep making it an option. No, it was owed to you. You want to be delivered, but you don't know it's wrong because you made those things an option. Jesus didn't say it was an option. Now he has a solution, but he didn't say it was an option because until you realize it wasn't an option, you will not allow yourself to take the reality of what you feel, which means you even undermine your own emotional state because you, you don't allow yourself to be free with how God wants to see you just as you. You can cover for people and you don't know you're covering. Because you love. How many of you know you can cover for people and you don't know you're covering? You don't have to make up for people. It's either wrong or what? It's either wrong or right. You don't have to cover for them. It doesn't mean that you have to go in a broken balance of, uh, uh, of dealing with them. I didn't say that. But no, it's either wrong or right. Because if we don't get this right, how are we going to reinforce something healthy from going, going forward? Does that make sense? Let me give you this last scripture. The Bible says, Jesus. Matthew 6, 11. Matthew 6, 11. And see, this is where the 4A, I call it the 4A malnourishment. The 4A malnourishment, when we don't have these things, we, we lack affirmation, acceptance, approval, and association. Affirmation, acceptance, approval, and association. When you lack those four a male nourishments, you're going to have an issue when it comes to you're trying to develop yourself in God. Can you say amen? amen. A lot of those things were going to be established when you was raised as a child. When those things are not established now, watch this. What scripture did I tell you to go to? Matthew 6, 11. Give us this day our daily bread and... Hit the next one for me. How many of y'all catching something here? What were you owe? But yet he said, forgive the debt. Number one, I got to know I have one. I got to know that I have one. Because if I don't have one, I have nothing for God to fulfill. See, when you're so strong in yourself, well, I went through that, but I'm strong. See, you, you don't know that you're holding yourself. You, that don't make you You're actually showing more weakness than strength. Well, I shouldn't feel like that. I saw TV, the Africans, they don't have much. I shouldn't feel like that, right? 
I've seen people go through more than I've been through. I, I, I shouldn't feel like, no, you do, though. It was a debt, not according to your rule, because of God rule. I felt it. And my heart is broken about it. Now, when I let my heart break for it, I'm giving my debts. I allow my debtors to get free. I allow my debtors to get what? Free. Because they owed me something, but I didn't get it. Can I allow my debtors to go free? This morning, can you allow your debtors to go free? This is just a, the beginning. Can I allow my debt? You owe me something. And, and I, I, I know that you couldn't give it to me, but I still feel it. It's not about them at the point. It's about that you didn't get what you're supposed to have. When you understand that you didn't get what you're supposed to have, you're able to allow God to take that debt from you because he paid yours. Because he paid yours, you give him the debt. Watch this. Once you give him the debt because you saw he paid yours, you now see them in a different light. I'm teaching you forgiveness right now. See, the problem is we made it all this other stuff. We're just in familial. We haven't hit the other realms. Forgive. I know, you, I know we are chronologically older. Do you have a debt? Do you have? Should he been there? Should, should, have she, should she been said the right thing? Do I have? See, 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 do I have a debt? Stand to your feet if you can. Find that song, Holy, There's No One Like You. Do I have a debt? Open up my heart and worship, something like that. Do I have a debt? God wants us to make sure that our hearts can stay pure. I, I, God doesn't want you to be like where you come from. He wants you to be better than where you come from. I'm just being like my mama. No, 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 no. Even Jesus didn't leave you the way he wanted you to be. He said you're going to be better works than, you, than I did. No, no parent wants you to be like them. And I'm so sick of this foolishness on TV with, uh, with, with these people talking to their children in such ways. You're looking at so much trauma. Brokenness upon brokenness. Brokenness speaks to brokenness, and brokenness, they evoke victims. And the victim that's speaking make one another a victim. And the victimhood continues to recycle. If we're going to heal, you got to read. 
If you're going to heal anything, how many of y'all, y'all, this thing clicked on to today for you? you? See, if you're going to heal some stuff, you got to know where, watch this, where is the, with, with the influence, where is the instruction? God is looking for his church. Number one, he wants to touch your heart. Some of you grew up so much, so fast, that you never caught up with your younger self to say that you, you, you haven't equalized with your age, with the responsibility of maturity. And, 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 and it seemed like people hold us hostage because of our age. Well, you should know, and we hold ourselves hostage. Well, I should know that. How many of you ever heard yourself hostage? Like, I should know this. I met my wife. Boy, I, when I met my wife, boy, she had a three degrees and all this stuff. Girl, what age you are? And she used to say some stuff to me, you know. I, 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 and I used to feel like, what? Well, I didn't know that. And it made me cry sometimes. I had to go to the room and say, I'll go pray. I said I had to go pray. I said I had to go pray. Why prayer? Because if I take it anywhere else, it's going to turn into bitterness. Then it's going to turn into strong arm and relationship. Then it's going to turn into something that I'm trying to be because I don't know me. What are you hiding behind that you're not allowing God to pay for? He paid the price. He said you had a debt. And how you're going to forgive is know that because I paid your debt, you came into understanding. Because of the debt that I paid for you, you, you understand some stuff. How many of you understand some stuff because you know God paid the debt for you? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Now watch this. I can forgive easier because I understand that they don't understand. Yeah. Why? Why they don't understand? What, what just helped you? You knowing he paid the so if he, they don't know he paid the debt, why you have an expectation beyond the debt cancellation on them? Y'all better hear. You have an expectation outside of him, and you want them to forgive. You want their sorry. I don't even want your sorry until you see Jesus. Because I know your sorry is not from the right throne room of grace. I will wait on uh, y'all here. In fact, I'm not waiting on your sorry. I just want you to see him. That's very falsifying when I want a sorry and I know your sorry can't be genuine because you don't know him. So why would I expect you to give me something you don't even have the capacity to, to get? You can forgive. You forgive through the lens of the payment. And any forgiveness through the lens of Christ, you are not seeing them like, like he sees them. The only way I can forgive you properly is if I see you like he sees you. I, I, I'll bring you to some countries and really see what forgiveness is. There was a story. I went to a leadership conference, and I'm, I'm telling you this because these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. It was either Pakistan or they were from some other country. And, and the woman, the husband, he was speaking. 
and him and his wife were somewhere, and, and, and the, the, the wife, the, there were some criminals come. And what they did, I'm going to just use this language, what they did to the wife in front of the husband was cruel. Right in front of his husband. The man said, a couple of weeks later, once she was healed, they went and saw the same man. This woman went to the man and said, I forgive you. Now, I don't know about you. When I heard that, I had to stay in my seat for a while. Because I don't know if I could have had that type of forgiveness. I, I, I just, I couldn't bring to my head, wrap it around. I did what to your wife? Now, come on, I'm at a pastor's conference now. I had to process. And then God, after a while, God woke me up and said, didn't you die to this life? Isn't your life hidden in me? If your life is hidden in me, it wasn't based on what you're doing in the first place. It's what I am doing through you. Forgiveness will block you up and lock you up. Unforgiveness. When you allow God to open your eyes to see, you're going to feel the liberty in your life. There's going to be a flow of freedom. The reason why I start with family, because many people don't start here. We're going to get to the other stuff. But, but, but I need you to know and identify where are you. Where, it, maybe is there a debt somewhere that you haven't dealt with. When the debt is dealt with, you, I'm not telling you to go draw up something. But some of us sometimes know those debts. How do I know those debts? I'm still eagerly, easily angered when I'm talking to these people. I, I still can't get my attitude right when I'm dealing with it. That's a proof that you have a debt. It's very frustrating when you can't see me. But when you have understanding, y'all all right? When you have understanding. How many of you have been in my class and I've been teaching you when, you when people get older, understanding is what shows love. Yeah, I, I need to write a book on this stuff. Understanding, when it's not about you being there, it's about you understanding them. Because if you don't understand them, they, you don't correlate with them, they'll still find another influence. So they were looking for, so, 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 so sometimes we're still arguing because you didn't know the reason why I went down that road because of what you did to me. I did not do. Because what was old to you? That was old, right? So forgive the debt. You might have an addition. Forgive the Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all could have been taken out, but Jesus paid. At the end of the day, ah, we could have all been out of here, but Jesus paid it all. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you this morning. There is much that God wants to show you. 
But he's saying this morning that I need you to identify and not justify. Calling you to just be emotional, but I, I want you to identify what you care about and give that to me. Paul said, I'd rather glory in my weakness. Those are areas that I haven't gave to you. I am weak. I am weak and I haven't been honest with you, God. I am hurting about this. Do wish somebody can talk to me. I wish somebody can lead me in this place. I wish somebody could have constructed me. But I didn't have my instructor. And now I'm looking to men. I'm looking to women. I'm looking to, 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 to sexual promiscuity. I'm looking to alcoholism. I'm looking to drugism to fulfill what I didn't have. I didn't know that it was going to cause the confusion inside of me. Well, now I know, God, that you paid the debt. And, and I know I didn't say it yet, but he said, those who've been loved much forgive. Those who've been forgiven much will love much, which means when you learn to allow God to forgive you, you're going to love a lot. Well, God, you know how much I did. He just told you. Let him deal with you, and you're going to be able to deal with everything else. Well, you know, I'm a mess. That's good. He he cleans up mess well. You know, I'm I'm a whole show. That's fine. He loves those because it gives him greater expression. Come on. It gives him greater opportunity to show that he's God in there. God, I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of cycling. I'm tired of being compromised in my understanding, compromised in my relationships, compromised in my mind. But God is saying, just give it. Let me pay the debt. Let me pay the debt. If you let me pay the debt. Let me pay the debt. See, see, the adversary wants you to pay. How do he make you pay? He makes you to follow after his words, not God's. He makes you to follow after his words and not God's. So, Father, tonight, this morning, we pray freedom. Freedom, Jesus. I want you, every problem, known debt, I want you to Take a moment, and I want you to put your hands out like this. Put your hands out like this. And, and, and on the count of three, I want you, as if, I want you to imagine you put that debt there. And on the count of three, I just want you to lift it up to Christ. And when you lift it up, I want you to see Jesus. I want you to see him taking the debt away, and he's paying for it. It's like you're at a store and somebody has a wallet behind you. And you're saying, I need this. And he's saying, good, I'm paying for it. Jesus want to pay for the debt. You don't have to argue with them. He paid it. You don't have to be in unforgiveness. He paid it. You stop worrying about what people say about you. He paid it all. Hey. One, two, three, give that debt up. Give it up, give it up, give it up. Turn the music up for me. Give it up. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. We give it to you, Jesus. We give it to you, Jesus. Every pain, every abuse, every misuse, every neglect, 
I give it to you, Jesus. Hey, God. Give it up. I will not stay in bitterness. I will not stay in strife. I will not stay in anger. Father, we break those curses. We break those chains. Break it off. Every misunderstanding, break it off. Come on, he paid it all. He paid the price. He paid for it. He paid for it. He paid for it. He paid for it. Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Come on, pray. Just pray. God, I take this off of me. Lord, we take this off. 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 We take it off, God. I don't put my expectation into that. I want to see you, Jesus. I want to see you, Lord. With every hand lifted, every eye closed. Repeat after me, Father God. Today, I repent of all my sin. Release me from all unrighteousness. Today, I realize debts, things that was owed to me, I do care. But I give it to you. I give it to you, God, because you care for me. So I lift my hands as I release this to you. I can't carry it no more. I can't keep it no more. I give it to you. Today, I thank you for giving me strength to stand and know you, my God. You are my father. You're my expectation. You are my love. You take care of me. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give it to him. Hallelujah. I give it to you, God. I give it to you, God. Roll Talamai.
We thank you. Turn it down for me for a second. I want you to listen. As we go through this a couple, for the next course of weeks, I want you to prepare your heart, prepare your mind. I want to give you a homework assignment. This week, I want you to find a place of prayer daily. What's the homework assignment? When you are praying, I want you to allow God. I didn't say you. I say allow God to help you identify those heart debts. When you go in your room, you shut the door. Whether you put a song on, reading the word, God is going to search you. What is he searching for? The depths of defilement that the word was not rightly divided. Yeah, How many of y'all catching this thing? Because remember, it's word construction. So until he can identify at the embryonic age that you were built, you keep focusing on your adulthood. No, 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 no. If you can identify, has anything in me been built wrong? Now he's going to allow, watch this. He said, I, I go deep in you, and I'm going to separate from soul and spirit. I'm, I, I discern the heart, the marrow. I, I, I'm showing you what's me and what's not me. And when God show you, you did care about that, and it did hurt you. Now, watch this. At that moment, because he showed you it, he said, go ahead and give it to me. At, at that moment, you got to learn to let it go. That, that's why you need time in God. See, I, sometimes I need time. I got to get this stuff out of You get it out of you. You don't hold on to it. Tell somebody, learn to get it out. Get it out. Stop being so ashamed. See, you, you, you're too ashamed. No, when I got stuff on me, I got to get it out of me. If anger on me, it got to come out. If bitterness is on me, it got to come out. Whatever is on me that's not of God, it got to come out. So what I do in prayer, I stay. We're going to be here for a while. Tell yourself, you better get to it. I better get to it. Because until it comes out, my life can't change. Until it comes out, I can't do nothing about my situation. Until it comes out, how can I raise my kids? I need this thing out of me. So you got to learn to give it up to God. Somebody say, learn to give it up. Learn to give it up. You learn to give it up. Because he paid it. You know why you got to give it to him? Because he's the one that paid for it. Give him all of it. Pray and give it up this week. I want you this, 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 during this time, I want you to invite somebody. Try really hard to invite somebody. Next week, we're going to go deeper into this thing. Amen. How many are blessed this morning? Give. Give God a hand clap if you can.